Hey, that's nice. Here we go. Hey, girl. You just tuned into the Britney Smith podcast. You're tuned in because either you're an entrepreneur, a mama, or both. And sometimes you just need a minute to, well, just be. And on this show, you'll get a lovely mixture of business and branding genius, faith and motivation. And if you're a mama, you understand conversations. Because let's be honest, we are fabulously multifaceted and amazing. So thanks for popping by. I'm really glad you're here. Girl, let's get into it here on the Britney Smith Podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Britney Smith Podcast. I am here. I'm your host, Brittany M. Smith, and I am super excited um, for today's conversation because it's a conversation that we need to continuously have with ourselves, with each other over and over if we want to be um, organized, if we want to be effective in the things that we're doing, if we want to continue to wear many hats and not lose the mind that's under the hat, we are going to need to be um, women who know how to prioritize. And so on today's show, I have my new friend. She's coming in live from Switzerland. She is Mahima, Europe's number one self-mastery mentor. Mahima, thank you so much for joining us today. Such a pleasure and joy to be here, Brittany. I just love empowering women. I love talking and sharing all the juicy bits so we can all grow and just, you know, create the lives that we absolutely love living. So it's just a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And um, ladies, you don't know this, but before we got on here, I'm like, I'm loving her energy. I'm loving how she showed up. I'm like, oh, I need to get me a background. <laughs> I need to get one too. So I, I love it. Um, so Mahima, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and how you became the self-mastery mentor. Oof, when where did it start? I guess it started when I was a wee little girl, right? Growing up in Zimbabwe, growing up in apartheid, growing up with um, fragmentation, yes, um, growing up with uh, surrounded with people, you know, with very limited um, uh, the expansion of joy, of uh, of abundance, of creativity, of really being able to live out their dreams. So so everything was 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 very controlled in in that space of you're not going to accomplish more much mm-hmm. you know like just try to get by just try right. to survive you know try to just get a job get as educated as you can get a job get a man get some kids and you know say right. thank you right? right so 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 and and also the people around me because of you know being brought in the brought up in this apartheid they were in pain they were they were fragment, fragmented, right? right? So even though they were doing their very best, and I have a lot of beautiful things about my childhood and my culture and things that uh, you know are rich with what made me who I am, uh, the truth is that the pain of you know my and you know my my uh, ancestors, my great grandmother, my grandmother, my mother, was kind of handed down to me, and it was sure. handed through you know physical and emotional abuse and you know and and so as i as i grew up into a teenager um you know there was a moment where i was 14 where i even tried to take my own life because i felt 
I didn't feel loved. I didn't feel yeah. seen. I didn't feel I had a voice. Nobody was taking care of me, right? right? And there were also other issues that contributed to that, you know, which were around my stepfather touching me inappropriately. And because sure. I didn't have a voice, I, did, I couldn't talk to anyone. Highly religious family, which was forced to go to church every Sunday, um, you know, and, and so there's the violence, there's, there's the church, there's the beatings, there's, the, yeah. you know, the, but of course there's, there's love and there's, you know, can, there's all the things, but still like when I finally realized that I was quite broken <laughs> was in my first marriage and I'm, you know, met this guy with 18, you know, we got married at 21 and I was divorced wow. at 22, right? Wow. And and he was from Switzerland. He had, he had uh, money and he gave me opportunities to travel, to live in a beautiful house, a swimming pool, jacuzzi, nice life. And so that would be the, you know, like, look, you've accomplished, you know, right. something amazing considering where you came from. And so was I able to enjoy all of this? Was I able to feel like, oh, yeah, I've made it. Ooh, life is great. Absolutely not. What the marriage showed me was all of my brokenness mm. of my I was lost. I didn't right. know. I didn't know, you know, what I really want to do with my life. What's my superpower? Um, um, I wasn't. I didn't have a bigger vision. I was not sure. able to create out of the space of the abused young child brought up in all of this kind of negative world, right? Right. So obviously, we were. You know, we used to clash a lot, fights. I, I, I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with myself. I wasn't happy in myself. I didn't yeah. even know who I was really. So of course it was very difficult to bring joy to this relationship. So right. we had a very traumatic uh, separating, right? And, and then I found myself in India after this divorce. It's a chance. It's like, I think it's destiny. There's no other way you can describe why a black woman from Zimbabwe, right? Back in the 90s would go to early 90s, right, would go to India and be right. in an ashram, right? In that ashram, in my first ever meditation, I had an awakening. Mm -hmm. I realized that there is more to me than the thoughts in my head. That's right. That there, is a, there, there is a spirit. There is mm -hmm. a soul. There, there is yeah. a place inside that you feel safe. You feel home. You feel well-being when you connect to that essence of who you truly are. And I right. connected that in meditation. Now, I didn't have this experience when I was going to church, when I was going, yeah, like I, I was just in, I'm a sinner. Oh, yeah. you know, the priest with his robes and, you know, speaking Latin. And yeah. I, I didn't feel the spirit. I just felt yeah. scared of, yeah. of, you know, God, devil, you know. So, so to be in this experience where I could, I could actually open up Mm -hmm. and experience this divine essence of self poof, changed my world. You know? yeah. And I found myself and I found um, a way to start healing the, 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 the brokenness that I right. felt. So I dived in, um, Brittany. I spent five years when other people were, you know, studying to be a doctor. I was deep diving into healing myself mentally, mm -hmm. emotionally, and spiritually. I was reclaiming my power to think and act differently than what I'd been taught how I should think and act. I right. started to, um, to, to rip down every wrong idea I had about people, about mm -hmm. myself, about the world. And so I went on this deep healing journey. I discovered with 27 that when I went out into the world, 
that I was somehow living a different way now because of all mm -hmm. of this work I'd done. Yeah. And so it was obvious to me I needed to share this wisdom that had come to me, kind of saved my life in a sense yeah. with other people. So right. that was, you know, I'm 51 now, that was 27. I started to teach meditation. I started to teach personal growth. And it just mushroomed into me being invited to sure. different places on the planet. And then I started to, you know, mature and, and, and grow as a, as a, a spiritual teacher, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and so I, you know, the Mahima mindset is, uh, has traveled all over the world, um, already in America, uh, all over Europe, um, and we have people tuning in from different places. We've had people tune in from Australia or, you know, South Africa um, online and so forth. So, so I've, I, I, you know, came from this kind of poverty place, found sort of riches in my first marriage, but then, you know, that all collapsed. I found myself through that collapse. Yeah, the and real riches. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now, you know, um, I have a beautiful husband since 23 years. We've been together. Nice. Conscious relationship. Um, he works with me uh, at the Mahima Mindset. And we just want to spread the message of there is more to you than what you have been told, taught, or what you may have experienced. And just seeing people come on our campus and start to really get the sense of self yeah. and independence and love inside of themselves is the greatest gift that I have every single day. So that's really my story in a nutshell. That's awesome. So first of all, 51 where? Okay. Like what? Like I don't, I mean, I, I, I heard everything that you said and you said you're 51. I'm like, what? No. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to say it. Like they say black don't crack, honey. Listen, it's true. It's, it's so true. But you know what though? I think that a part of the awakening process and when you really get in get in tune with who you are that's yeah. also vitality to you right and so you look like yourself you look like your spirit you look like your soul um and so what an incredible story what an incredible story and i love how um you've been able to take your pain and make it a platform for the life that you were born to live. Um, but then not only that, taking the, the lessons that you've learned, taking the, the nuggets that you've gathered along the way and really making it a point to share those nuggets with other people, um, that is the greatest blessing is to be able to share out of your pain. Um, so that way you didn't have to go through it for nothing, right? Yeah, like it, none of it was wasted. None of it was who wasted. I am, right? Like yeah. I wouldn't have been able to even think about spending yeah. those years that I did working on myself if I if I'd had a happy childhood, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, somewhere yeah. Else doing something else. Yeah, so that 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 experience definitely is a part of, and and so I can really help people not only that have had traumatic childhoods because sure. I, don't, I even wonder the concept of a happy childhood, right? Because I'm like, uh, where were your parents? Okay, they were living on planet Earth, right? And what were they experiencing, right? The 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 racial issues, the the financial issues, the the family issues. So you know, you're not crowded from that. You might not be conscious of right. and limitations that has been caused inside of your system, because you know, happy is considered what you had money, you had uh, you know parents that loved you, weren't 
drinking or, or doing stupid stuff, right? That's all fine. But, you know, you're part of this collective consciousness of, 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 of hate, of inequality, of injustice. Of right. It's in our systems, regardless right. of where we were born, in my personal opinion. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And it's in our systems and it just tends to manifest in different ways in different people's lives. Um, so, yeah, we all have things that are inherently within that if we're not mindful, they will show up at different times in different places. You're like, where did that come from? It came from back when you were eight. It came from back when you were a teenager and you just, like you said, it was a subconscious thing and you were kind of just floating through life thinking you are happy. So I, I totally agree with that. Um, and I love also how you're bringing to light the ability to take control over your story. You know, like once you were awakened to it, once you were um, made aware of the broken parts of you, you took responsibility and did what only Mahima could do, right? In terms of taking control of the healing process. Um, so let's talk about how, because I can imagine that um, when we're talking about prioritizing things, right? Like when you had that awakening experience, um, how did your priorities have to shift in order for you to lean into your healing process? So I decided that I was going to invest the money that I got from the divorce from my husband, which allowed me to stay in India for all these years. Like it wasn't a lot of money um, in this day and age, but back then it was like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. It was like $50,000, right? But back yeah. in the 90s, it was, sure. like, it was like, what? I'd never had yeah. so much money in my life. Yeah. And all my family members were like, buy a house, buy a house, invest in. And I was like, no, once I discovered, once I had this awakening, I knew that I was the investment. So mm -hmm. I shifted to, 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 to focus. I, I decided to stay in this learning spurt. I invested um, my time, effort, and energy into healing myself. I made the decision to be an entrepreneur because mm -hmm. I discovered my values and I discovered that freedom is like my top, top, like top value. Right? Yeah. And freedom on every level. I want sure. to be able to hang out where I want, be where I want, do what I want, be, you know, so, so I kind of learned from this young age. I mean, I was 23 uh, years old, 22, 23 when this happened. Right. Right? So making these decisions were pretty big, right? For me to go, no, not going back to Zimbabwe and investing this money in some property, which everyone was right. telling me. I'm going to invest this money in me and my and this process of learning all the stuff about how how can I completely you know um, basically kill in a loving yeah. way the old Mahima yeah that was right. full of sadness full of trauma full of abuse and kind of rebirth this new excited woman that was a world traveler that you know wanted to touch people's hearts with wisdom and knowledge and and joy right laughter and playfulness like that's what i wanted to be so it's sort of like i found myself i found my purpose i found my calling even though i didn't know it immediately sure it became clear you know over the you know sort of year four or five that right. this is going to be my life i don't yeah. know yet the how I don't know how I'm going to make a living from this. I don't know how I'm going to, you know, uh, make money, you know, and I don't need to know what I need to do is prioritize the truth that this is my path. Yeah, right? this is my path. And I'm going to use money, effort, energy to keep walking on this path until I've materialized 
the visions that I have in my head about what's possible here. That's awesome. And one of the things that you said is, I made the choice. I made the choice. I know that there are so many women who feel trapped in the life that they're in, but at the end of the day, you have a choice. Even if you have children, you have a choice in terms of what that path or what your next step is going to look like. Whether you got to take your children with you or whether you're taking your husband with you or you have, you know, things that debts you have to pay, whatever it is that you feel is like kind of keeping you from that path, you have a choice. And there's a saying when there's a will, there's a way and we make things happen. And I think that's like the nature of a woman, right? Like we make things happen, (laughs) whether we, whether we consciously do it or subconsciously do it, that's, that's who we are. That's who we are. That. I love that. I always say to my students, the decision comes first. Nothing's going to change in your life. Nothing's going to change until you decide, yeah. I'm done with this or I want yeah. this, right? So yeah. the decision comes first and then the universe, God, uh, it supports you, right? So, so, but without you, the will, giving the direction, right? You nev- you're always going to feel there's no opportunities coming because you haven't decided. Right. Whether it's decide to lose weight, whether it's decide to uh, get out of the shitty job that's toxic, you you know, you decide first. Yeah. I am done with this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to embrace a new, better job. Yeah. I'm ready to do the work and lose this. I am ready. Right. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And so when you talk about self mastery and making decisions, Talk about some of the challenges or some of the things that might show up when you make, because here's the thing. Here's what I know. I make the decision. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to exercise. And then the next day comes and you're extra tired or there's only junk food in the house or it's raining out. And we're like, ah, see, (laughs) you know, like talk to us about some of that, like inner dialogue, the things that we need to kind of break through once we made the decision and the walls that show up, how do we work through those walls? Okay. So here's the thing. Most people don't make decision by facing the shadow of why they want the change. Mm. So when you don't face, like I recently lost 10 kilos because, you know, I, I, I came into many pores and I just started putting on weight, right? And it was like, you know, I could go down the story of, oh, it's many pores and what, you know, everyone puts, yeah. And I kind of was going down that path. And then I was in the Dominican Republic in an all-you-can-eat resort. Okay, <laughs> day one, I decided to jump on the scale, Brittany. <laughs> And I hadn't jumped in the scale for a long time. I'm talking oh about like two years or something. Oh my goodness. What I saw on the scale, Brittany, shocked the heebie-jeebies <laughs> out of me. I went into, I went into shock. Oh my gosh. And I was literally just like, oh my God. And I looked down at my body and I suddenly saw it. You I said it like at that I moment. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the weight. Yeah. I, I felt the weight. Yeah. And I stayed in the pain of seeing. I stayed. I was for two days. I was in shock. I was oh in the water, gosh. like moving, and <laughs> everything was just like boom. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my God, what has yeah. happened?" And I yeah. faced it. I, I I didn't run away from the shadow of saying, "I don't like this." 
Yeah. My thighs were rubbing together. Yeah. It was like having to walk. I honestly, I faced it. And this, yeah. so this is how it works. When you really make a powerful decision, whether it's about losing weight, let's talk about being in a financial mess. You need yeah. to go deep into the shadow and you need to look around, let's say financially and go, what have I done? Yeah. And you need to face it. Yeah. It feels scary. It feels awful because it's not a nice feeling to face right. your shadow. But it's there that the real decisions, unwavering decisions are made. Yeah. The decision where you don't even have to try to change. Yeah. You don't even have yeah. to try to eat healthy. Like, will, you know, will it be challenging? Of course, it will still feel like, oh, fuck, I'm making an effort. But it will be so much more integrated, right? So that decision, I was like, I'm, I'm going to lose this weight. That's yeah. it. I yeah. am done with this. Yeah. Right? And then I made a plan. You always need a plan. After a decision needs a plan. Okay? It's not enough to just have a decision, right? So you have decided you want to lose weight. Okay, make a plan. Mm -hmm. you know, for the next month, I'm going to do this. Yes? Um, anything, whether it's I'm going to walk 10,000 steps first and, and I'm going to eat a healthy lunch. And that's all I'm doing for the, you know, have something, a system, yeah. have yeah. a strategy. After the decision has been made, you need to get into some kind of operating differently. You know, financially, the same thing. It's a mess. It's a mess. You need to come up with a plan. How am I going to get out of this? And guess what? Your soul, your spirit, higher consciousness, light inside comes up with solutions when you are integral, when you are in your integrity of give me, give me a way, give me a something. Yeah. You start to find solutions to your issues. Yeah. Right. So that's the first thing. Face the shadow, Fa go in to the pain of what you're doing to yourself financially. Right. If you're in a toxic job, stop trying to avoid it with Netflix, with phone, like, no, sit in it, sit for however long it's going to take you to go, oh, I am the change and I am going to change this, right? Yeah. However long it's going to take you to reach that, I am done. Yeah. Time. This shit is going to change. <laughs> yes, I yes. And I know yes. that I have the power to influence, to make choices, right? Um, and then from that place, it's so much easier to stay focused, on what right. it is you're saying you want to transform because then you come out of the, the shadow and now you're elevated, right? And the decision is concrete inside. You don't have to not trust yourself anymore, right? right. Will, I, will I waver? Will I waver? No, 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 no. And when you sit in that shadow and take the decision from a deeper place, you do not waver. You're like, shit's going down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. No, I love that. I love that. Um, make the decision, confront the shadow, come up with a plan yeah. of action yeah. and then from there i think that that's where the priorities come in yeah you know you have to confront the shadow then you can make confront the, the shadow make the decision yeah. it's first confront that shadow like because you want you want to change something and to make a decision to change it's because that thing is causing something you've identified it yeah some, exactly. exactly yeah that's why it's important to face how how bad is it how how low yeah. have you gone Right. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> and, and how how good are we as women? We it's it's so much it's easy for us to put the shadow behind a curtain, 
because there's other things to deal with. There's other people's issues that we can do. There's, you know, different things that we can turn our attention to. We can procrastinate. We can put it off. But like you said, you stepped on the scale. You did that. I like did. you. And then I, you, I was walking around like this for two days. Yes. You had the revelation. You had a revelation like this is not okay. Um, And so I wonder how many of us who are listening right now have been operating in dysfunction for so long that it's become like a part of the scenery and we don't even notice it, you know? And so the hope is that we will be bold enough to confront those shadows. And, And listen, ladies, don't try to confront all your shadows at one time. Okay. Yes. Big mistake. <laughs> yes. Yes. Find the find the thing that's that's really like 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 if I do not sort the like the, the most toxic. I say the thing that's yeah. causing the most toxicity in yeah. your mind, in your life, right? Is it your health? Is it your finances? It there's that one thing that is just more toxic, right? And that's what you want to zone in on. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then the rest, you know, like, and I've said there's many, there were many times, actually, that's how I, that's how my body sort of became a bit like that. Cause I'd, I'd often say like, I'm just focusing on my business right now. I'm just focusing on, that's the, my main priority is my business. And that was my focus. And guess yeah. what? You get more of what you focus on. I grew my business and I grew in the process. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Like, okay, I need to stop growing, but my business <laughs> also needs to continue growing, right? Yes, so, yes. You know. That's very, it's very real. It's yeah, very it's real. Important. And the important thing here is, you know, even as an entrepreneur, your business will die if you die. You know, if you're, if you're not doing what you need to do to establish your business a certain way that it can't go on without you, if you're not healthy, your business can't thrive. Yeah, You know, and so ladies, as you're listening, if you're, if you're listening, I I think there's a reason why we're kind of hovering over, over this health thing, you know, even though we're, we're, this is an entrepreneurial podcast, it's because we have stresses that we have let go unaddressed. We have weight issues that we let go unaddressed. We have different underlying things that we kind of, like you said, I'm gonna focus on my business. I'll get to that later. I'm gonna focus on my kids. I'll get to that later. I'll focus on whatever and I'll get to it later. But this is probably one of your weight up call saying, Hey, get to it now, yes. confront it now. And the reason why we put it off is because we're afraid of what we're going to find, exactly. you know, where you might think, Oh, I just put on a couple of pounds. There may be something underlying that's helping the gain, the weight gain process that you need to address. You may need to cut out the cholesterol. You may need to not eat cookies every day for, you know, every five hours. Like, so <laughs> It's, it's important. <laughs> I I like sweets. Okay, that's that was me talking to myself. I like a good cookie. All right, you know. Um, but it's important for us to be self aware. Um, and in order for us to be self aware, we've got to confront the shadows. We've got to make some hard decisions. We've got to set up some plans. We've got to make some priorities, and that may mean that your your health becomes a priority over your social life. Your health becomes a priority over you know, being the hottest, whatever, or being an influencer, whatever, like we have to, like you said, like in your story, there's something that has to happen inward yes, for you to be able to be awakened to the life that you're supposed to live. Um, and so I, I love this Mahima. I love this. I love, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like getting back to the basics, yes. you know, and I, sorry, good. Sorry, yeah. sorry. no, you're not good. The prioritizing, you need to prioritize your personal development 
Right. That is the most important thing that needs to be top of your agenda every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know we say this, but do we do it? Right. right. Um, and and this is this is this is the key to success. Yes, because I've had a very challenging time right now. Right in the last. Um, uh, three months because we've been an offline business, right? And then COVID hit. Yes. And we've been trying to figure out how to pivot online, right? Now, we've always been doing trainings online anyway. So that's mm -hmm. not, that wasn't the issue. Like we can transmit the power of this online, no problem, right? Um, for when we did our delivery events, but we did like events where we invite people to our, stu to our campus. Those were live events where we traveled right. all over the world doing that, right? So as I'm going through this challenging time right now, my priority is me, right? Like, yes, my business is, re there's a lot, but there's a lot of, let's say, shit going down, if I can call it that, right? Um, challenging things that I need to deal with. But if I do not take care to stay grounded, to stay loving and gentle to myself, to stay um, focused on being the best version of myself, even while I'm going through the storm, right. I won't be able to have the elevation, the intelligence, the, to find my way, you know, to, uh, you know, to the other side of, the, let's say, a, a little storm, right? I also believe that storms are created through also a lack of alignment, right? Yeah. When we stop listening to that yeah. inner guidance, right? And we start listening to others or listening to the trends or listening to, right? Which is a bit what has been going on for me since I yeah. felt a little bit outside of my comfort zone in this new world of, you know, figuring out my next level. So I, I, I spent a lot of time trying yeah. to listen to others, right? right? And stopped kind of really tuning into, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Nah, you know, being soul guided. Right. So I do know that, you know, to not be a victim, when you see your life is messy outside, it's because something needs to align back inside, right? Yeah. And if you can take that, you know, chaos that's kind of, that you've created, okay, <laughs> through your decisions, of course, we've had COVID, we've had wars, we've had other things. So there's also that element going on, right? Right. But if we don't give our responsibility away to those things and we say, well, in the places where I can influence, where have I not totally tuned in to the right. guidance of my soul? And I can say whole with everything honest to you, I feel like I didn't listen as deeply as I could have, right? right. Because of whatever fears that come up, you have to yeah. change, you know, uh, change is always you want to stay comfortable, you know, right. if something was working, you want to hope it's going to keep, you know, hope it can work again, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to disrupt, create, create something new, right? Right. So, so yeah, so I really want everyone to, to, to be, and that's what I really love to show people. There is an interaction between what you're thinking, feeling, and what you're doing and what's happening in your life. It's yeah. not, um, it's not random. It's not, yeah. there's no connection. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes, we're in a very challenged world. A lot of things are shifting and changing, but we're also making decisions in what we're doing that will either shift it to a more positive or shift it to a more negative place. And I think that accountability is where the real power lies. Yeah. Right? Where the real power lies, right? Are we still enough and quiet enough to truly be guided by 
you know, the soul that speaks through us, yeah? And some people have, to, you know, might say Jesus or God or uh, soul, essence, universe, right? We're interacting in this world with that presence that wants to guide us to our best stuff. But we need to become quiet and listen. Or else right. what happens is we're moving from a place of lack of trust. So we're just making decisions, fragmentation. Yeah, yes. reacting. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, if, you, if you're listening to this right now and you like shit's going down in your world, right? The first place I want you to look for answers is in stillness and inside. Stop trying to fix the external. Stop trying to fix your business. Stop trying to fix your relationship. Stop trying to, you know, make the kids happier. Come back to your center. Come back home inside of yourself. Come back to a place where my teacher taught me he said, listen, Mahima, I'm going to teach you an inner peace, a love and a joy that's not dependent on external circumstances, events, or people. I always repeat this when I say it because people are like, oh, my God, please say it again. <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> an inner peace, a love and a joy that's not dependent on external circumstances, events, or people. That is your essence. And so if you can give yourself permission, first of all, to find this essence, get yeah. to know about it, right? Um, and secondly... Allow it. Allow it every day. Allow yourself to come back to stillness. Allow yourself to come back to the center. Allow yourself to just understand that the real gift is I'm in this body still and I'm breathing. Yes. Ah. Yes. Yes. That is so incredibly good. So, 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 so good. And, and timely, I think, for the entrepreneur who's oftentimes we're like this. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you talk about that stillness, that quietness, many entrepreneurs don't even know what that's like. They're like, what? I don't have time to be still. And it's like, but you can't afford not to be still, you know, because like you said, in your business and in your life, you're um, needing to pivot. But if you're not quiet enough to know which pivot to make, you'll pivot that way when you should have been over there. And like you said, you're creating chaos. You're creating chaos. Um, so I love that. Um, so Mahima, tell us how we can connect with you. Um, do you have something that we can grab onto right now? Do you have something coming up? Like how can people connect with you? I have something you can grab onto right now, which is a gift that I'm going to give anyone listening to this, which is my free member. I call it a free membership to the Mahima Mindset Club, right? And it has my international best-selling book in it with my three pillars to inner peace. And it's a great read. It tells all about my story and all the gold nuggets that I've learned um, that are going to help you ground more into inner peace. I'm also going to give you a seven days reprogram your mind. It is a very easy program to start looking at yourself and the world, the relationship between yourself and life in a different way. That was what shifted for me, right? Like going away from being a victim of circumstances to being a co-creating my circumstances with the energetic flow of life and what they call oneness consciousness, right? So coming into this place of understanding, I have all the resources inside of me. I have everything I need to accomplish whatever it is that I want. I just need to relax and allow it and be empowered, right? So that's seven days reprogram your mind. And then there's a 21 day meditation challenge that is going to give anybody, even advanced meditators, a reboot into thinking 
acting and feeling different. It's 15 minutes a day. It's so easy. Some people are like, can you really get something out of 15? Trust me, you can. Okay, the transmission is powerful. My students love the 21 day meditation challenge. And, you know, some of them say that that on its own was a complete game changer for how they viewed themselves and their ability to stay grounded, stay centered and stay peaceful. So that is a gift that you can get uh, by clicking the link that comes with this amazing podcast. And yeah, that and joining me. And uh, if you think you want to spend more time with me, then I have a three-day event that's coming up. Um, one live here in Zurich in October and one online in November. And that's three whole days of, you know, re redesigning, redefining, um, letting go of cobwebs and things that don't serve you, looking into limiting beliefs and really getting powered up. So yeah, just check out awesome. all the links that come with this podcast and let's rock it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I'm like, how can I get to Zurich? How can I? <laughs> oh, that is phenomenal. Thank you so, so much, Mahima, for sharing your brilliance with us on the show today. Ladies, make sure you visit her online at the mahimamindset.com. All the links are, are going to be in the show notes. Like she said, they will be there so you guys can connect it's going to be life-changing. I already know. And I, I, as your immediate homework, I don't need you to confront the shadow like today, but I need you to identify it, like call it by name. Okay. And maybe there are multiple shadows. Okay. Like maybe it's the finances and the, and the health and the relate, like make a list, put them in order of attack. Okay. So that you can have a place to start. Um, But I, I do believe that it's going to be game changing for you confront the shadow, make the decision, devise a plan, go for it. Okay. Um, So thank you guys so much for tuning in on another episode of the Brittany Smith podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another amazing lady who needs to hear today's show. Yes, girl. I'm serious. Just send her the link and say, girl, listen to this. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Female Coaches, Consultants, and Content Creators group on Facebook. Or you can join my mailing list in the links below this episode. Girl, I enjoyed our conversation. Stay amazing and remember, you are loved, you are needed, and nobody, I repeat, nobody can do what you do the way you do it. See you next time on the Brittany Smith Podcast.